So John, right? Jeez. I know. What a dick. (laughs) Glad to get rid of that guy. Uh, He's been holding me back this whole time. You'd think he was like part of the podcast or something. Right. Who needs him? So those of you that don't know, this is a, got a special guest on tonight. Uh, old, old, old friend. Not to say that we're old. Well, I was like, you, since, could, you could get rid of a couple of those olds. Yeah, I guess I could do that. Um, long time friend since kindergarten. <laughs> Ever. Oh, pal, best man for each other's weddings. Right. I don't know if that's too much of a touchy subject or nope, not. Nope, not at all. Yeah. So th- this is Walter. Welcome to the Dandy McCandy family. Hello, everyone. Hello, Matt. Yeah, we're glad to have you, man. So do thought we'd just do a little, I don't know, talk about old times. It's been a while. We haven't caught up in a while. Yeah, it has uh, been a bit. Uh, which, you know, I'm I'm disappointed in myself. For that, because I could I could have done more, and I'm sorry, I've kind of been a shitty friend. No, I, I that this is something I was thinking about when you had approached me about this, and I really do think people have some friends in their life to where you can be separated for years, and then when you see each other or talk to each other, you're kind of right back where you were. You can do yeah. like thirty minutes of you can do like a few minutes of catch up, and you're like kind of right back in it because i agree i I agree i totally agree with you it's like we're finishing each other's sentences there you go right (laughs) right there (laughs) but no i think we uh everyone probably in their life has worked on uh wanted to work on uh friendships and stuff again when you get older and you 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 get life like life happens right and i I agree with that i just i don't know it kind of made me realize and made kind of doing this podcast um for me has realized how many people uh i haven't made enough of an effort to keep in touch with uh and i i've kind of regretted it and maybe uh this is my weird way of making amends for that. I'll bring you on a podcast and just talk about shit. Sure, man. If you if you want to take the blame for that, you go right ahead. That'll be that'll right. be fine. <laughs> yeah, I, you... I will totally absolve myself <laughs> of any hit. All I, I know, I know. It's a it's a two to tango type thing. I realize that, but I, I regret my part of it. I regret nothing. All right. That's fair. That's fair. So you're living in St. Louis these days? Actually, back and forth, I right. I live in St. Louis for a week where I work, and then I live in West Plains for a week. But here next month, I'll be moving up to St. Louis to stay. So you're going to be a big city slicker a full time now. Yep. Get to be an old man. I'll be the one of those creepy old guys at the blues festival or at the art museum or the history museum or the, let's see, St. Louis is making a big deal. Like, uh, for example, when you think railroad station, 
do you think aquarium? Uh, not it, necessarily. But in Saints, they do. <laughs> They're putting in a big $165 million aquarium in Union Station. Huh. Well, I know last time I was really in St. Louis, we went by Union Station, and I was like, wow, they've got this place just shut down. Mm -hmm. They're doing all kinds of construction and stuff. And I kind of wondered what the plan was for it, because I had remembered it being like a mall. It it was. That's what that, you know, as with most things across, or most malls across America, they're just starting to kind of shut down and close out. Um, Now, didn't Kansas City put a, like a science center in their train station. Yeah. Our union station. It's pretty sweet. Um, it's finally kind of, uh, catching steam, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. They've got a, a science center in there. That's pretty good. Um, and then they get a lot of like, uh, cool exhibits mm-hmm. that come through. Like, you know, they did the Titanic exhibit, uh, a few years ago and, you know, King Tut, exhibit and they just had the dinosaurs one yeah um i know some interesting stuff yeah it worked out st louis we just they just had the exhibit at the st louis science center for the uh apollo 11 uh actually the apollo 11 capsule was there oh that'd be cool so that was a that was a very cool exhibit yeah for the 50th anniversary that is cool I think the last time you and I were in St. Louis together, you were helping me drag a car home. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I've I'd forgotten about that. I had a Mitsubishi. Yes. Uh, oh, what was it? it? Was a really weird name. I don't think they don't make them anymore. I don't know, but it broke down in St. Louis, and you helped me. You like we got your van and got a little trailer thing. And we towed it all the way home. Yep. Yep. I, uh, I was thinking, that. actually, I was thinking about our St. Louis trip to uh, see Rush. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a good show. Presto, I think. It was the Presto tour. Yeah. So, that, so that's been a minute. They had the big inflatable hats. Yeah. The rabbits yep. that came out. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember that. That was a good show. Rush is really, they're kind of one of those bands that you can listen to them like just recording and think, yeah, okay, I can kind of see it. But when you see them live, it's a completely different experience. It is. Yeah. In fact, I got to see, um, I've seen Rush twice in St. Louis. The last two tours, I've got to see them again. And they're, they were still a great, it was still a great show. I can't say Rush is like my super amazing music group, but they're, I mean, I, I dig them. I like it. I think they're one of those that even if you're not like a huge fan, if you go to a show, you're going to have a good time. Because when mm-hmm. I went and saw them, I just kind of went honestly, because I'd had so many people say you should go see Rush. Uh, all right. Well, I guess let's go. And I went and. I started buying albums after that because it was a really good show. Neil Peart's probably still one of the most amazing drummers I've ever seen. He's really interesting to me. He he was already this just renowned drummer. Uh, and then he decided, you know what? I'm not playing the drums properly. And he went and he got trained 
like on how to actually play the drums and he mm-hmm. totally retrained himself mm-hmm. to do it technically proper. Yeah. I had heard something. It was, I mean, I, that makes sense. I'd heard it more like, you know, that where the way he was playing the drums was just like physically wearing him out. Mm, maybe that was part so of it. I don't do know. it. So he wanted to do it, I guess, right. Quote unquote, right. But yeah, I got to see the clockwork angels tour. And then um, the 40th anniversary, the, the most recent and from what it looks like, probably final tour. Who knows? Who knows of those yeah. guys? But they're fun. Mm-hmm. Well, heck, that, but that, if you're talking about concerts, though, you still have to. Uh, oh, what was it? Great White and Tesla. Yeah, that was <laughs> fun. That and was Zemo. Zemo. Yep, back when you were a stagehand. Yeah, I got to work backstage for that show. I remember that. That was crazy. And uh, I remember the uh, we got like free tickets, and I, I got to wear like a sticker, you know, that said I was stage crew. And um, I wore like my because I was too naive to really think about the implications, but I just wore like my most shredded jeans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I get there and like the, whoever the guy was that was in charge of all of the stage hands was like, you got to change out of that. Those pants are a total hazard. <laughs> so I had to cut, walk back to the dorm and change my pants. Yeah. Oh, so I didn't, I didn't remember that. That's funny. Yeah. And I got to, um, got to hang out backstage a little bit. And I remember the sticker, like, I remember feeling pretty cool because like a girl asked me, like, are you with the band? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like why? Why? Yes. Well, yes I sure. I'm with a band. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. The only other thing I remember with that concert is that Tesla just Tesla was the opening act and they just wiped the floor with great white. Yeah, that was a good show. They were really good. I remember that dueling guitars. I was really into Mm-hmm. That was fun. And then I remember after the concert, um, I got to, I started, you know, clearing out stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to grab the microphone stand that the singer had been using. Jack, yeah. What's his name? Jack something. I can't think of his last name. But it was like the lightest thing. You you see the like these singers just throwing the mic stand around and you're like, oh my God. And then you pick it up. Oh, this is why it's, it was just like super, like you could pick it up with your pinky. No problem. <laughs> that thing was super light. Kind of broke that wall. Yeah. Perfectly balanced. Then, yep. And then I got to see the, everybody backstage. I was working, so I couldn't pay too much attention, but I could see the, the band. And mm-hmm. I remember, um, the girl from the once bitten twice shy video was backstage. Yes, I remember you telling me about that. Yep. So I had to, you know, kind of ogle her from afar. That was fun. Then the then the, what was the other show that I did stage crew for was um Randy Travis. Oh. Do you remember this when he came through? Sort I mean, I don't I did not go to that one. I mean, I sort of remember it. I remember you talking about it. So uh, yeah, I worked stage crew for it, and um, 
again, most of the stuff, you know, they just kind of point and tell you to do stuff and you just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for, for Randy Travis, the foreman stage supervisor, whatever hands me like this giant crescent wrench. And he's like, all right, go over here and put this truss together. And it's like this big lighting truss that hangs over the stage. <laughs> it's like it's like a gigantic thing. And I it looks pretty simple. Okay, you slide the bolts in, you tighten them, and okay. Yeah. I, I so I put it together. I did what he said. I remember sitting like in the back watching the show terrified like i'm going to kill terrified i'm like i am going to kill randy travis i don't know if i put this together properly or not because nobody told me how to do it i just had to figure it out so it it held i did not kill randy travis um he may since then wish that i had because i don't (laughs) think his career of late has been what it once was I'm sorry, Randy. Well, I mean, I think, like, if I'm thinking the same guy, I think he had a stroke fairly recently, so... Did he? Yeah. I don't know. I'm glad I wasn't the guy that killed Randy Travis. At the time, that would have been bad, because he was, like, really, really popular. (laughs) Yes, that that would have... I would say that would have been a a black mark on your your life. (laughs) It would have taken me a while to live that down. (laughs) Yeah, sure. So I'm glad that didn't happen. And, you know, and you didn't have to pin the rap on somebody else. Like, I saw that guy doing it. No. Because that no. always gets complicated. It's just best that it didn't happen. Yes. Agreed. So we had quite a few experiences. We were, So we were, we were college roommates for freshman year. Well, half of. Yes. Yes. Freshman year. We had some. Uh, Interesting times. Yes, yes, indeed. Living I, in the dorms. Yes, I started off on the eighth floor, eighth and, floor you're on yep. the, and you're and you're on the third floor, and immediately the third floor was was. Were you the ones with a bad reputation, or was it us? Yeah, no, it was third <laughs> floor, and it was like like one, just pretty much like one guy on our floor who was just a dick. Yeah. Uh, what was it? I think his name was like Chase. Oh, I don't know. Or something like that. And he was just out of control. He was completely just out of control and destructive. And like, I remember he threw a bowling ball out of a window and did like structural damage to like the, the walkway oh, from like yeah. the, the center section. So for those of you that don't know, and most people wouldn't, um, the dorms that we lived in were like four towers and they were even called towers. Uh, and in the middle was like the cafeteria and just kind of a big common area. And there were like, it was just a little walkway that went from that, that middle section to each of the individual towers. So this guy just decided it would be funny to throw a bowling ball out the window and it like dented, it, it like did structural damage to that walkway. Yeah. Well, of course, you, you've missed out one of the one of the interesting. I I don't even know if this is true to be honest, but I was told that the 
SEMO campus is on the New Madrid fault line, mm-hmm. the earthquake line. And so that the towers complex was built in a way that if the earthquake happened, the buildings would fall in and prop mm. each other up. That's interesting. Which I never bought. It just seems like keeping all the rubble in one pile <laughs> as opposed to right. scattered out. Like you have all the bodies and the rocks all in one convenient pile to deal with. That would be ideal, I suppose. Yes. I yes. don't know. And then the, you know, the main workout anyone out anyone got was going up cardiac hill. Yeah. So cardiac hill was like the towers was built at the bottom of this hill. And like the rest of the campus was on the other side of this hill pretty much. And it was a gigantic hill. And you had to walk it every day. If you lived in towers, if you wanted to get to class, you pretty much had no other option, but to take cardiac hill. Yeah. And it was a huge, huge hill. And you remember there was a gum tree. You remember the gum tree that was yes. at the top of cardiac? And it was just like this tree that people would just stick their gum on. And it was just like a thing. Yes. Yeah. That you could tell that they had like killed like a million trees doing that. And they just keep planting new ones because, uh, you know, it was like a sapling basically and had tons of gum on it. Yep. Yep. But uh, yeah, I know that the hill was big enough. That in the winter, people would slide down the, the hill and break their arms and legs. Right. They would steal the trays out of the cafeteria mm-hmm. and use them as sleds and go flying down. Yep. I remember that. We definitely had, it, we had an interesting crew living on our floor. Yes. Well, going back to the, uh, the third floor thing, when my um, RA, when I said I wanted to move down to the third floor, he was shocked. Right. Like, you're like, you, you want to move there? down to the third floor? <laughs> you guys were just nothing but trouble. Well, actually, most of us were pretty cool, but it was just like one or two bad seeds. And by second semester, those guys were gone. Yep. yep. And second semester was a lot better. But I remember because they couldn't prove like who da- did all the damage. Mm hmm. They like charged everybody that lived on the third floor. And I remember being really pissed off about that. Like I didn't do it. What else did they break? They broke like one of the, like the marble slabs that would like the bathroom dividers. Yeah. I think, yeah. By hanging on it, I think, or like hanging on the swinging door or something like that. Yeah. They, they were super destructive. And our RA was Chester. Yes. Yes. I remember him. We had we had some some characters. There was Scott, who I was really of anybody on the floor. I was probably closest with him. Mm-hmm. Um, you accepted, of course. Yeah. Who? Um, oh, who was? Who did you do the the stage tape on the in the shower? Oh, Sam. <laughs> oh no. So Scott was a prankster. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. If you yeah. should, I don't know if you should tell this story. This I don't know. Well, we're not really telling anybody's full names. I'm going to go ahead and tell the story. So Scott <laughs> was a prankster, and Sam was just like this awkward kid, Hi, kind of a little high strung dude, like 
a little high strung and awkward and um an easy target. We'll we'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um and we it, it, it ended up being he kind of became the floor's little brother. Would yeah, you I, agree with that? Yeah, like no, it's, absolutely. Like people got very protective of him toward Right. We if you lived on the third floor, you could fuck with Sam. If you didn't live on the third floor and you fucked with Sam, you had the entire third floor ready to kick your ass. Yes, yes, he was he was the little brother of the group. So yeah, in that in that way, I think he was kind of the little brother. We would mess with him, but we were also fiercely loyal to him. Yeah. So and he, I think I think he kind of appreciated that. Maybe sometimes it was taken a little too far. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> all i could say is like that would that would definitely be bullying now if it was a workplace we didn't yeah oh it. yeah <laughs> I, it wasn't it was cruel it, so it was cruel but it was also like you can't i still can't look back at some of those things and not laugh yeah about them like yeah okay it was wrong but i i think all of us would say we genuinely liked sam yes no i agree but again let the uh but yes the the tape thing was just so ingenious and do you want to tell the tape story do you want me to tell the tape story you might know it better than me i just kind of know the highlights okay so sam was kind of a shy guy and we had like the um the showers like the public shower like everybody basically had to share a shower um, and it was just like a big shower room for each floor. Yeah, there was no there was no walls. It was just a wide open sort of like, right. Like it was a, just a wide like open a space, like just shower heads on the on the wall. Just a wide open area. Yeah, I don't even know if that would go over today. Anyway, so we we had to all share the shower, and Sam really didn't like to be in the shower when somebody else was there, which I don't blame him. No. But again, one of our pastimes was messing with Sam and Scott, who was probably the biggest prankster on our floor, was in the theater department and had gotten a hold of some glow tape. They used to like mark everything backstage so you can mm-hmm. see what you're doing yeah. with all the lights out. And Sam was also paranoid just in general. Yes. So Scott went in there and in glow tape, wrote the word Sam and then he put like a pentagram. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't I didn't remember that part. And, and the glow tape like in 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 light pretty much blended in with the walls in the shower. Mm-hmm. So you really wouldn't notice it if you walked in there unless you were really looking for it. So Scott puts that in there and he just waits. Yeah, that was, I remember that was like Sam's whole thing. Like when he showered, it would be, it was super late. He tried to go out of his way to make sure that nobody was around. Right. So Scott just waits and he waits for Sam to get in the shower. And finally he does. And he flips off the light and there it is. Just Sam and a glowing pentagram. And Sam, you just hear screams. <laughs> Oh, coming out of there. Oh, poor Sam. 
And that was one of the kindest things that we did. <laughs> See, to me, I I guess I again I must have blanked some. I to me, I kind of thought that was the worst. Oh really? Oh no, it was way worse than that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we as adults, we would definitely have gone to HR. Do you? Uh, yeah. You know, do you remember like he, when he got out his roommate Teddy? I do remember Teddy, yeah. But and one of them, I can't Teddy remember which was one. Like, Teddy was almost as awkward as almost, yeah, was. yeah. But one of them had lost their room key, and I think it was it. Um, Brad was that his name? I think I do remember had the fish. Yeah, yeah. I think Brad had found the key. so we for like a week just messed with sam and teddy because they were like sharing a key so when they were both out we would sneak in and we would just move stuff around and like pile up books and stuff and we had we had them convinced they had like a poltergeist in their dorm room that's horrible (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so bad I wonder what, I wonder when that was in relation to the pentagram in the shower. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this was all within a year. Really within a nine-month period. Yeah, I don't remember that. Like, I do remember, was it? I think either Sam and or Teddy, I think it was Teddy was the one that had the girlfriend. Yeah, it was Teddy that had the girlfriend. And then Sam got real jealous. And, yeah, and Sam got super jealous. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. He was super jealous that Teddy had a girlfriend and he didn't. I don't know if he was more jealous that Teddy had a girlfriend and he didn't, or if it was like the girlfriend was taking Teddy away from him. Mm. Gotcha. I'm not sure which one it was, but it bugged him. You could tell that. Yep. Yep. Oh, gosh. What other kind of SEMO stuff did we do? Oh, I'm still. I still have more Sam stories. Oh, really? Uh, oh man, there's way. Okay, this one I really. Whew, should I put it on? I don't know. So there was one night. I remember they got some of the guys got Sam drunk for the first time. That could not have gone well. <laughs> and it was funny. Like they get Sam back to the dorm, and he's trying to count people. Oh no, I, I do remember that. And the people would move. No, well, we had two guys named Dave. Oh, that's what yeah, that's what it was. Like what <laughs> <laughs> like totally threw him off. He was like counting all the people. One Matt, one Walter, one Scott, one Brad, one Dave. No, wait, no, two Dave. <laughs> no. <sighs> Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> and Sam was like, what would you like, maybe five foot four and a hundred pounds dripping wet? He was yeah, like, he was pretty little, scrawny. Scrawny little dude, yeah. Little pencil mustache. Oh, yes, that's right. Um, oh, gosh. The, the worst thing, the thing that I felt the worst for Sam with, um, but I could not help laughing. Well, this was Scott again, and we were we were all hanging out um, in 
Russ's room, I think. Was that it? Yeah, it was Russ. There was a Russ, yeah. And I think maybe Rob and Scott, me and I guess you weren't there. I don't I don't know. I don't remember. If you don't remember this story, I think you would remember this story if you were there for it. Okay. Um so we're all we're all just sitting there just kinda doing guy shit, hanging out. Uh and Scott looks over at Sam and he's just like, Sam, do you ever do you ever jack off? And Sam replies, no, 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 I've never, no, never, never. I've never done that. I've never done that. Oh, come on, Sam. We're all guys here. Oh my gosh. We've all all done it. (laughs) Really? You haven't jacked off? And Sam's like, well, I get, okay. I did. I did once. Scott jumps up, <laughs> starts I do running it. down the hall, I do screaming, "Sam jacks off!" And I <laughs> and Sam. I'm, let me guess. And then Sam like was chasing behind him, like, "No, I don't. No, I never. I didn't. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh. <laughs> oh, damn. Sam beats it. No, guys, I never. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Sam. That's horrible. That's horrible. It, was, it, was, it was mean. But funny. And now he's the owner of a Fortune 500 company. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Probably. He invented Minecraft. <laughs> you were upset. We shouldn't have been mean to him. That's right. <laughs> I'll get those guys. No, I'll I'll make sure their kids get copies of Minecraft cheap. Yeah. Sam, wherever you are, we love you and miss you. Yes, indeed. No hard feelings. You might have them, and I get it. If you do, I apologize. It was a long time ago. It was like 30 years ago, almost. Yeah. Yes, Damn that's it. correct. That's awful. Well, so would, that even wasn't like the most interesting of the things that happened. I I while know, we were at Simo. I know what you're going to talk about. I still yeah. I still to this day think this was like I still think to this day I still think this is a long con that we got played. Maybe I don't I, I don't know. <laughs> and we'll never. I'm willing to to give it. I don't know. It probably, maybe. I, it's hard to say. Um, so we have to give some backstory to give this story. Yes. So this was, and you can pitch in while while we're telling because I, right. you might remember some things differently than I do. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. Yes, indeed. So I had a roommate originally. Uh, when I got to school there, I was assigned a roommate named Chris. Uh, and Chris was this pretty big guy from the boot heel. He was a character. Yes. Very, very charismatic. Kind of weird. Yep. Part of it was like, he was like a redneck, but he was pretty open-minded and pretty cheerful and was pen pals with Debbie Gibson, which he was very proud of. (laughs) 
Yep, that's right. He was uh, he was a member of like the the band Glee Club or something. He would help doing cheers during football games. Yeah, uh, what was it? Golden Eagles. Yes, was I remember. Yep. He was a drummer. Was it? He yes, played drums? he was in the drum corps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That'll come back into it slightly. Yes, into the story. Big goofy guy, and he had this this girlfriend. He was just absolutely smitten with. Like he had, yeah, he talked to her all the time and was just was basically in college um, because her parents had said, "If you want to marry her, you have to go to college." Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was in love with her. That was for sure. Yep, he really was. I cannot. So think I'm not of worried about right it. Now. Um, like a Gina or a ooh, 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 ooh. Tina and Gina. It there was Tina. Yep, that was it. All right, all <laughs> right. The girlfriend's name was Tina. Yep. And he was really smitten with Tina. He was also in the school band, and he was just a prankster in general. We we pulled a few pranks, but I don't know. I don't know if this was a prank or not. I, I probably. I think looking back in retrospect, I'm like too embarrassed to say I don't think it was a prank, you know. But there's still yeah, but even if it was a long con, there's still pieces that don't make it was just a weird night. Yes. And maybe there were drugs involved. I don't know. Not from our end. Yeah. (laughs) If 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 there were drugs, you were not sharing because I did not have any drugs that night. Yeah, but it would have had like to have. I don't know why it would have included other people in the way it did. Yeah. So we hung out with Chris. We all got along pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was this was clearly when you were living on the eighth floor. I was on the eighth floor, but I would come down to your rooms. Yeah, you hung out with us all the time. And we, I remember receiving a phone call from you. Oh, that's right. It, it had gotten weird for me, and I was just like, "Okay, I I, I need someone to be here with me." Yeah. So I, if you'll, so you may start with that point if you remember it, and I'll jump in. Well, the b- build up was. I think it was he or, had there. He was supposed to go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. For like a drum, comp, and not like a competition, but like drum practice, drum core practice. Right. He was supposed to be there, or it was like a the um no he was rushing for the yeah the music fraternity and i remember he had left in time to go to it and he was supposed to do some stuff there you know things he was supposed to memorize and secret squirrel stuff yeah yeah uh so and 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 he i guess never made it and he comes back to the to the room and he just kind of had like this dazed look and i'm like what's up man uh he's like i i have no idea where i've been for like the last hour what do you mean like i was walking across campus to go to my meeting and all of a sudden there's this flash of light and I don't remember anything after that. The next thing I do remember 
I'm standing in the same place, turned in the opposite direction, and it's an hour later. And I was like, huh. (laughs) Yep. Well, that's weird. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I kind of want to know what happened. Mm -hmm. So then I, I'm not sure where the time frame is, but then I receive a phone call from you saying, uh, I need you to get down here. I'm like, what for? I was like, because Chris is acting really weird. Right, and he will. And I'm like, okay. So but when I get down there, I walk in the room. You're across the room staring at him. And then he is staring at his hands. Like he can't. Yeah, he was really fascinated by his hands. That and. So he was staring at his hands for quite a while and seemed really spacey. Right. Like when you talk to him, it kind of take him a minute to respond to you. And what was the deal about the drumsticks? We were eating um, ranch dressing. We had made like a, that was kind of a thing we did for a while. Do you remember that? We'd get like the sour cream and the packets of ranch dressing we'd mix them up and like dip carrots and yes. stuff in it this might be the weirder part of the story i don't know if this has anything to do with the story your creation of snickers and uh, uh spray cheese yeah cheese whiz <laughs> yes Snick- delicious fun size snickers and cheese whiz yep crazy everybody looks at me funny but it's good <laughs> Anyway, sorry, I didn't. <laughs> that's yeah. I think that's where I came up with that, though. It was just like, all right, well, let's see what this tastes like. I got these two things. That just, don't have anything else but ramen noodles. That sounds like stoner food. You had two things together. You're right. like, why not? But you were still straight edge then. Yep. Yep. Just you just had a a roommate who was potentially abducted by aliens, <laughs> right? Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so the gun. So he's acting weird, and he has this missing time. Um, and I, at the time, you were kind of dabbling with hypnotism. Yes, yes, that's right. Yes. So I was just like, well, let's see if we can put them under. <laughs> yep. I, had, I had picked up a book. I had picked up a book from the library just. And so, yeah, I do. Yeah. So we tried to hypnotize him. Right. Or so I tried, tried to hypnotize him. Anyway. You, you tried to hypnotize Chris and he was already acting kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So we put him under supposedly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Whether he was actually under, I don't know. Then he started, what was it? He started talking in a. Yeah. Well, first we like, um, took him back to like, I I think the, the flash of light, like, okay, well, let's see what happened after the flash of light. And he said that it's dark or he couldn't see anything, something like that. And, and, but that it was warm. Mm -hmm. It was like, he felt hands touching him. Yep. And it felt like he was climbing up a hill really, really fast. Like as a, you know, going up an altitude, mm-hmm. I guess. And yeah, he felt warm and their hands touching me. And then he just like 
starts moaning. Yep. <laughs> and I do. I never remember th- at that point the two of us looking at each other like, "What the hell is going on? What's going on?" Oh, and you couldn't tell. Like, is this moan of pleasure? Moan of pain? It's kind of freaky, and we don't yep. know what to do. And whatever's going on, like if Chris is act playing acting. This is like Oscar level performance. Yeah, he is was, not breaking. Was, he's not cracking. He is like he is into this role or whatever it was. Right. He he was really committing to it if he was acting. So, but he starts just this moaning, and uh, it you can't tell like it was bad moan, good moan. What's going on? And then <laughs> we decide, okay, well let's wake him up. <laughs> yeah. So we wake him up from it, uh, and he just opens his eyes. He looks around for a second and gets this big grin on his face (laughs) and says, "Ah, I feel good. (laughs) All right, so Mona Pleasure. Yep. We got that part figured out. But then, like, the whole night, he was just, like, really, it was just bizarre. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he would go back and forth from these, like, states of, like, being kind of himself and being really weird. And he would have, like, these really bad headaches in between. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Or at least. Didn't we, like, walk around with him outside? I don't remember going outside with him. I remember. um, I remember being outside at some point, but. Oh, yeah, and I forgot like a key detail before Chris even got there. Uh, I got a phone call. That's what. Yeah, we. I went outside and looked for him. You got a phone call asking like where he was. Where's Chris? And it was like this girl who said that Chris was supposed to meet her for them to have like a date. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he is like super committed to his girlfriend. This doesn't sound, but she sounded like really upset. Like he just stood her up. Yeah. And, and what's going on with him? And I was just like, ah, you could guess come up and wait for him if you want. I think he's supposed to be back. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell him you called. What's your name? It's Gina. Gina. Mm-hmm. Okay, Gina, I really don't know what's going on, but I'll I'll tell him. And when he gets back, I tell him about the phone call, and he's like, I don't know who that is. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she she was definitely asking for you. Mm-hmm. Sounded pretty upset. Then all of this other stuff that we had just went over happens. Yeah. And while what Chris is going on and like he's acting really just weird. Like you were saying, he's really fascinated with his hands. Mm-hmm. And he's doing like these strange irrational things. Like we're eating the the carrots in the in the ranch dressing and he grabs one of his like wooden drumsticks and dips it, it in. So in he's doing on that. Yep. And we're like, Chris, why are you doing that? And then he just looks at us like, idiots, it's bigger. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he, well, he didn't say idiots, but he's like, it's bigger, duh. 
All right. Yes, it is. It is bigger. <laughs> I don't know that I want to uh, put the drumstick in my mouth, but okay. And then um, one of his like other band guys, what Paulo? Was that his name? Something I, like that. Something like that. Pavo. I don't. Yes. Remember. Yes, that was it. That was the name. Pavo. Yep. So Pavo comes by to check on him. He's like, you didn't come to the meeting, dude. What's up with that? And we were like, yeah, come in here. We kind of knew him. He was like, he was, he wasn't quite one of us, but he would kind of associate with us sometimes. Mm-hmm. Another kind of Sam level awkward dude. Which, yeah, a little more. Um, I mean, a little more. Uh, a little more savvy. Yeah. I think. A little less shy. A lot less shy. Yes. Yes. That I remember for sure. Mm-hmm. So he came in and and just asking Chris what's up, and Chris didn't know <laughs> where he had been, and and he was like, "Okay, well, we were supposed to like have our alphabet, you know, our Greek alphabet, yeah, memorized today. Did you do that?" And he starts like repeating like standard alphabet but like adding extra syllables and stuff to all the letters you can type it's almost like you're hearing the alphabet but in a foreign language Mm -hmm. like our alphabet but in a foreign language is that what it kind of sounded like yeah that's what yeah i mean i yeah one that i didn't know right and again that's one of the first things i'm like okay this is like this is jacked up this is like i think he's just jacking with us now right and then was well while he was under he was babbling too mm-hmm. and it kind of sounded like it didn't sound like just babble but it was completely you know unintelligible right almost um, kind of like a speaking in tongues level of yeah kind of like that yeah that would be a good way of describing it i think um so that's going on and then he'll have like the headaches Mm-hmm. And he won't remember how he acted just a few minutes before. So I remember I, we started like kind of experimenting with him between the headaches. Yep. Do you remember this? Yeah, I do. I kind of remember that. I, again, like it, it sounds like I'm pretending it really, I really did think we were just being jacked with. So at a certain point, I just, just expected him to be like, to tell him that, tell us that we were idiots. Yeah, it never happened. <laughs> but no, it never did. Like, if I got somebody, and that's the thing that bugs me to this day. Like, maybe that's the brilliance of it. I don't know. But if I had got someone that well, if I had just really just pulled a big one on them like that, I would not be able to resist letting them know. Mm-hmm. Like that would it would be too much fun not to say to not say yeah oh I got you dude oh my god <laughs> yeah for sure but what's I, the point of doing that if you can't say I got you yes exactly because I know we talked I mean I remember us I really felt like we were getting jacked with but on the other hand we also had conversations about. What if the gut, like, what if this was real and the government got involved? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Going back to like um, Apollo being there and he was asking him, um, 
the alphabet and he said the alphabet and then he was also supposed to like memorize his purposes. Do you remember this part? Yes. Yes. And Chris said, my purposes are to explore and discover new things about mankind. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's verbatim. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what he said. And we're like, weird. Okay. And that's when he starts babbling. Yeah. Is right after that. Yeah. Okay. Finally, Pablo is just kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of going to go. Yeah. You should have come to the meeting, man. So, so, but we start experimenting with him, and like, we, I show him like a picture, um, of his girlfriend when he's acting normal, mm-hmm. like, and he looks at the picture and he's, and I'm like, "Who's that?" Tina. And he looks at me like, "What are you, a fucking idiot?" Yeah, that's, that's Tina, right? And then he starts acting weird again, has another headache, and starts acting weird again. Show him the same picture. Who's this man? What are you, fucking idiot? That's that's Gina. <laughs> and at both times, it's just like very, like, dude, you know exactly who that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was so weird. And of course, like, I think we've gotten fairly close in, so I could tell probably, at least in my mind, the worst part of the story. So we're going through this and I'm in the room with, you know, you and Chris and trying to figure this out. And I'll, I look at my watch. I'm like, dude, I got to go. I've got, I've got class in the morning. And you're like, you're not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I totally manipulated that situation. I did here. There is no way you are going anywhere. (laughs) You're staying the night tonight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i gotta go <laughs> i really was trying to peel like i i gotta go dude i'm sorry <laughs> i got a trip tomorrow i think you had like a school trip or something yeah and, or i don't remember I gotta, like, I gotta get going and you're like and, nope. Yeah, nope. <laughs> and the thing was like remember like if you got up to use the bathroom one of us did i think it was me i got up to use the bathroom he's like you okay yeah, I just, I just gotta go take a leak. I'm just gonna go take a piss. All right, you sure you're okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty sure I got this. All right, you let me know if you have any trouble. <laughs> um, all right, like I, you know, almost like you know, if I have any bullies waiting for me in the bathroom, yeah, or something, you know. Or I, I'm assuming that it was that's what it was implying. Hopefully, it wasn't. If you're having trouble peeing, <laughs> that would have been weirder. Yes. Not that it wasn't already pretty weird. Yes. But yeah, he was like super like protective of us mm-hmm. in, in this weird way. Like want to make sure we were okay. So I remember when you were um, trying to escape, I totally, <laughs> yes, I totally Chris to my advantage because we were both a little creeped out by him at that point. <laughs> and, and I I went to Chris. I was just, Chris, don't you think Walter should stay? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you should stay. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> stay here with us. Yeah, I'm like that. 
Yeah, I'm sure you want me to say so you suck up my brains through a straw. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next day, didn't we try to like have him retrace his steps? Yeah, he didn't like remember any of it or he claimed he didn't. And never like and never claimed he remembered any of it ever. Yeah. I don't know if my roommate was abducted by aliens or not. But it was an interesting night. Yes. Again, either like he was either abducted by aliens or it was an Oscar level performance. Or you know to this day he still has not like ever reached out to either one of us to say, like, dude, this was thirty years ago, but I so got you. Right. Either or somebody slipped him some acid and he didn't know it. Yeah. You know, the something. That one seems the older I get, the more likely that one seems. I don't know. That is so I don't, I still don't get like the girl named Gina calling to say that he broke a date with her. Yeah, I don't know, man. Where would that cut co- I I just don't know. It was very weird. Yes, indeed. And I think there are probably some details that we're leaving out. Oh, I'm I'm sure. I mean, again, that that that's been that's been a little bit ago. It's been many years. So there was that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I ended up I ended up pledging that fraternity after. Uh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and like succeeded. Yeah, you did. You got in. I remember that. And I remember. I pulled a. I pulled a Sam. I got a little, I, I don't know, I was a little butthurt that you were uh, going into a fraternity. And I know it totally wasn't like the same thing. It wasn't, but I remember that. And I gave you so much shit for it. Yes. I think did. I gave, yeah, an, an, an unnecessary amount of shit yeah. for it. Um, and that is the only time that I can think of in the... God, 40 years that we've known each other. That's the only time I can think of that you actually blew up at me. Yeah, I probably, yeah, probably so. I, I remember you I totally had it coming. <laughs> I will just say that now. I totally had it coming. <laughs> See, I'll be honest, I do not even remember that now. I don't remember that at all. When I was doing the pledging stuff, you talk about, well, I'm pledging GDI, goddamn independent. Goddamn independent. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was me. And you had like, um, oh, your pledge book that you had yes. to carry around yes. and you had to have it with you like at all times yep. Yep. for my pledge year. And then Chris gave me, in fact, Chris gave me his old one. He gave me a fake one. I was supposed to leave around as a plant in case my regular one got stolen. Okay. <laughs> nice. I, so cool. I still have that stuff. It's crazy. That's the one you give to the aliens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was thinking it out. No, but I hid your pledge book. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And you needed it for something. And I was just toying with you. (laughs) No, I do not remember that at all. Oh, you blew at me. And I I had fucked with you so much over that fraternity. I had it coming. (laughs) There's no question I had it coming. I I mean I I mean I can believe but back in my younger days it took a while like I really had to, someone had to really get at me for I for I blow my stack. Yeah, well, you know, parenting will change that. Yes, for sure. In fact, which I guess that goes back to a story 
what my dad spent. He spent a day just doing everything he could to piss me off. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember finally, you telling me about it. Go yeah, ahead. Sorry. And, well, no. And finally, at like 6 p.m., after he just rode my ass all day, I was like, what is the matter with you, old man? And he goes, it's about damn time. I thought I was going to have to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> right. I remember you telling me about that. All right, old man. I've had <laughs> enough of this. <laughs> Let's go. Yep. So you tell me. And my dad just laughed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, God, he, was- <laughs> he was so proud that he got you that he fu- to finally pop off at him. Yes. Yes. And again, he had, that was his goal for the day was just to piss me off. Yeah. But I think, I think that was more of a, it was kind of a personal time for you and your dad yeah, and, yeah. you know, for, for things that were going on, um, within your family. Sure. And I think he wanted to know that you wouldn't just always be pushed around. Yeah. Yeah. He no. wanted to know that you could say, okay, no, fuck you. No, I, that yeah. you were capable of it. Yeah. No, no, I, I, in hindsight, yes, absolutely. You know, at the time, it's just like, what the hell? But, what yeah. a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, that's funny stuff. No, so yeah, I don't remember. I do not remember you hiding my pledge book. I do. I remember because that was like, it kind of took me by surprise. Like, Walter's never yelled at me before. <laughs> The honeymoon is over. <laughs> Maybe I don't want him as a roommate. No. I'll take the take the weird alien dude. Right. It only took me thirteen years to get him to <laughs> pop off at me. <sighs> really, I don't think we'd ever really gotten any. No big cuffs. No, not at all. Over I, anything. I mean, I remember the the one time I felt probably Sam level embarrassed was when we were at your house and we were, we were looking at, you were really into wrestling. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, well, now I'm embarrassed. Like, <laughs> you're welcome. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like back then, WWE, no, it wasn't even WWF. It was, Oh, fuck WWF. It was NWA. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah. And so we we were looking we were looking at the wrestling magazines. <laughs> Which I had a pretty big stash of yes. the wrestling magazines. Yes. This is And yep. so being a young pubescent boy, I'm you know, we're we're looking like, oh, she's hot. And, and anyway, and so I say, Well, I'm really interested in this. And when I pointed there was a girl on the left side of the page and a guy on the right side of the page. And I pointed at the guy and you just gave me so much shit for it. Like, I don't even remember this at all. <laughs> well, the same thing. Like, Oh, I bet you are like, no, no, I'm not. It was the girl. It was the girl. <laughs> Walter Jackson. No, no, no. <laughs> Oh, I just remember being so embarrassed. Oh, I f- felt like a tool. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Yeah, that's back. That's when you were at the house next to the cemetery. Yep. Yep. 
Oh my gosh. We we've had we've had some adventures. Well, dude, I mean, seriously, you are my, you know, in terms of people I'm not related to. You're by far my oldest friend. Yes, we've 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 traveled to Europe together. Yeah, we've done that. We've done a lot together. We were we were at Boy Scouts together for like oh, a, boy, a one yeah. trip out. <laughs> I remember that setting up the tent, playing Weird Al in the tent. Yeah. See, if you were talking with John in the the previous one of the other the previous podcasts about how you learned music, like you would go to particular music like record stores, and that's how you would learn your music, or you're uh, listening to uh, Headbangers Ball. Yeah. A lot of the music I learned was buying Weird Al and then figuring out what songs he was making fun of. Right. <laughs> and so it kind of researched, because uh, I would buy the Weird Al stuff and then kind of research it backwards. Huh. <laughs> yeah. I can see you doing all that. Did you get, because like half of his material is original and yeah. half of it's like parodies. Mm-hmm. And then one more minute. And then so I would do that, and then, and then invariably again, whether either you were working at the radio station or working at the planet or wherever, that you'd be like, "Hey, you need to listen to this." Like you were my music connection. Well, cool. Yeah, I'm glad I could do it. I could. I, I loved getting people turned on to different things. That was a lot of fun for me. Mm-hmm. Because I remember you talking about, um, I guess when you were working as a DJ and you were getting the, it was the disc that you would get, the radio station would get, would just have the singles on it, but it would have all different kinds of singles with the track numbers on yeah, them. Yeah. We'd get the, Hot yeah. discs or. Yeah. We'd have the, that service at some of the radio stations I worked at. So it would be whatever songs were like the big current songs would all come on one disc. Mm -hmm. But then there'd be like, but that'd be the first time where you might get to hear. Yeah. There'd be the pop singles, but there'd also be like the Swedish rock. And there might like, there's all different kinds of genres, genres on these. Right. And there was a lot of stuff that we didn't play, but I could listen to it. Um, like in the studio Mm -hmm. or like, uh, like, uh, there was sometimes where you would cut in with live events or live music from like, here's this thing from Orlando or whatever. And so I remember you talking about it cause there you could play music. You couldn't control what they played. So they would play music that you guys were not allowed to play on the radio, but they, mm. but they would play it at the event or whatever. So that was one of the first, Oh, like the satellite feeds yes, and stuff yes. that I, Right, we could like pick up a satellite feed of this whatever it was that was happening somewhere. Like at that else. time, it was rap or something to where right here and I couldn't you could play any of that. Right, I wasn't going to play it on the air, but I I could listen to it in the studio. Yeah, I did that sometimes, just because there were so many different things out there. Mm-hmm. And it was a how many other people had that opportunity? That was kind of fun, just to kind of thumb through and and find out what was out there. <laughs> 